I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. First and goal. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special. We talked about he was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career. He's been waiting for his one Super Bowls, but he's never had it. And in overtime, he is the best. He is the standard. Your Michael Jordan wins it again. That was Tony Romo at the end of the Super Bowl, not letting the play breathe, jumping right in and doing a Romo bit. And we wanted to have Jimmy Train on the show to talk some sports media stuff. He writes for SI Now. He's the host of the SI Media Podcast. And Jimmy, I guess we'll start with, with Romo. He's a real polarizing guy, but when he first started calling games, nobody knew really anything about his personality, and he... He was kind of lauded and loved. And in, when did it start turning? It started turning uh, maybe after maybe his second, third season. Um, I think a big part of this is one of the things that made Tony a fan favorite when he first came on the scene was he was um, predicting mm-hmm. plays and was right. <laughs> like 99% of the time, and it was almost like a magic trick. It was it was very cool. The viewers liked it. And for some reason, um, I'm not sure why, but someone at CBS told them to stop. And um, hmm. ever since then, that element of Tony's broadcast is not there now, and he, he he's not your typical analyst. He's not Aikman. He's not Collinsworth. He's, he's more like a fan. And a lot of people have gotten turned off by it. I, I, Yeah, I agree. He definitely has cut down on all that predicting stuff. But by the same token, I thought in the Super Bowl, and I guess I'm in the minority because I, I don't mind Romo, I thought I was learning a lot. I thought he was making some awesome observations of, like when Kyle called the timeout. He didn't like his defense that his guy, you know, set up. Um, you know, when the safety broke early and that was a big tell for the – you know, I, I thought he was excellent pre-snap. I agree with you. I actually thought Tony was very good in the Super Bowl. Yep. Until maybe late in the fourth quarter and then overtime. Now, it's it's been pretty apparent Tony's not the only one who got confused about overtime, if if you want to get into that. But Uh Tony's problem for me, I enjoy Tony. I'm not one of these people that's turned on him. I still like listening to his broadcast. Mm -hmm. I do think Tony gets too hyped up too excited, relies on hyperbole too much. The example I wrote about was when the Niners got the ball 
on their first possession in overtime on a key third down. There was a wide receiver who was going to be open, but Chris Jones was able to put pressure on Purdy so he couldn't make the catch. And Tony goes, that was for the Super Bowl. That was for the Super Bowl. Well, it wasn't for the Super Bowl because the Chiefs were going to get the ball no matter what because that was the rule. So right. he, 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 he just goes a little too far here and there. He's, he's very big on the hyperbole and this is the game. You know, this is for the season. If he would tone that down, I, I think he'd be much better off. But like you said with the X and O's, you know, there was a great – I cited this in, in my column on Monday. Um, the the Niners were going were going to blitz. He said, I would not blitz. This is a big mistake. Don't blitz. They blitzed, and then, you know, Mahomes was able to carve them up. So he, he, he can still analyze the plays. I think it's not the – X's and O's stuff that gets people annoyed. I think it's the sort of, you know, hyperness and and declarations that he likes to make. Did you think he jumped in too early and was a little long-winded there, that clip we played at the end after the game-winning touchdown? Uh, to be honest with you, I did not, but that's been a huge theme. I've seen it written, and I've heard it talked about on the radio a lot. Yeah. And I think it's a little bit of a nuanced thing that, you know, I debated writing about this, and I'm like, I don't think people are going to get my message if I write it. But I sort of think in football, the laying out is a little – like in baseball, you want the announcer, the analyst to lay out. And in maybe in the NBA – I think in football, you know, in baseball, game-winning home run. You got the guy trotting around the bases. The crowd's going crazy. There's the bunny hopping home plate. So the, the scene there – is important and you don't need the people in the booth to speak with the NFL. First of all, the Super Bowl is in a, in a neutral field. So there's no, the crowd is not a factor. So you lay out, let the sounds play out. There's no sound. It's 50, 50 crowd. And in football, they're all over the place. They're running all over the place. There's not that scene. I think, you know, in NBA game winning three pointer they they all mob in one place. So I think it's a little different in football, the whole theory of, you know, the analysts lay out and let the scene tell the pictures. I, I, you know, he could have let maybe Jim, you know, it could have been maybe a breath in between Nance's call and then Romo jumping in. But it didn't bother me, but I know it bothered a lot of people. And, and as you point out, um, in terms of the rule, Chris Fowler was calling it for ESPN Australia and how he described the end of that the overtime with 10 seconds left. He clearly didn't know the rule because he was wondering if they could win that right there. And he said, the clock's inside 10 seconds. But even if the 10 seconds would have run out, they still would have been able to finish their drive. Right. And, yeah. you know, I don't – I'm at the point now where I don't fault Romo and Fowler because, you know, the Niners said they didn't know the rule. Right. I don't think fans knew the rule. And it is confusing that they have a game clock that's meaningless. Right. The play clock is important, obviously, yeah. but what all that matters is that each team gets a possession. Yeah. So if the clock runs out, the not the Chiefs are still going to have the ball because the rule is they get to finish their possession. So for Fowler to go, we're under ten seconds. There's two timeouts to the Chiefs, though. Like it's irrelevant that there's ten seconds and they have two timeouts. Correct. Yeah, you're just going to switch sides like the end of uh, mm -hmm. uh, of a second quarter. So get, getting off Tony Romo, but yeah. sticking with quarterbacks who are going to be broadcasting, I hate to tell you, with Tom Brady, my expectations, and who knows, a couple weeks ago were not high. Then I saw him talk about how much time he's allegedly spending preparing. I think yeah. he's going to be really good. What do you think? I think he's going to be great. I've actually said it from day one. I've said it 
for over a year that he's going to be great for multiple reasons. He's the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. So does that translate into being a good analyst? No, but he's going to tell us things that no one else can see or think. That just comes with being the greatest QB of all time. And his personality is such that he's going to work like an animal mm-hmm. to be good. He's right. not, Tom Brady does not want to be embarrassed by being a terrible analyst. Plus, since he's gotten out of New England and away from Belichick, we've seen his personality. He's got personality. So there's a clip. I tweeted this um, a couple of days ago. There was a clip of Tom talking to Steve Young on his Sirius XM show last Monday. And Tom was breaking down quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted, I said, if he does this in the booth, he's going to be great because he's doing stuff that no one else is doing. He's going to do stuff that no one else can do. So um, I, I listened to his weekly show. And if he brings that to the booth, it, he's going to be very good. What is, what is your take on the, the, the Manning cast? I've always enjoyed it when they stick to the football. When they do the shtick with the guests, I, I, I just get sick of it. I don't care. I don't, you know, I don't even care if it's Brett Favre. Like, I don't want you to interview. Like, break down the game, do all that stuff, talk about it from a quarterback perspective. That's when they think they're at their very best. Yeah, I, I, my thing with the Manning cast is I watched it. It's the first year it was on. And since ESPN got fucking Aikman, I haven't watched the Manning cast at all. Mm-hmm. So I do know when I did watch it, to me, the guests were They're brutal. Uh, I mean, you, it's a, listen, you have a three, three and a half hour window. You want to have one guest. Okay. Maybe bring someone on, you know, for, but three guests. Just let those two do their thing. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. And 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 if you've noticed as the years go by, you know the A list the A list guests now it's D list C list. Right. You know, Jimmy, how much did necessary. the how much did the Kelsey Tate coverage get on your nerves? Did it bother you? Uh, yeah, I'm one of those people. Like you know, if you go on Twitter and you say it bothers you, you're a loser. You have no life. You're in your mother's basement. You're pathetic. <laughs> I'm one of those. It bothers me. I, I just I don't. <laughs> and you know, everyone goes, oh, 50 seconds, 30 seconds. I, like, no, no. But they're cutting to her at ridiculous times. Uh-huh. And I just, you know, I tweeted at one. You know, he had one catch for one yard in the first half. They showed it like five times. Right. What are you doing? Right. And I want I'll show it when he make, drops a pass. Oh yeah, they don't do that. No, they, they're not going to do that. But listen, I you can't, and it's not about her. All right, it's, it's not her fault. And I was I have to say I was surprised because out of all the networks, CBS was the one who showed the most restraint during the season showing her. They really didn't go to her a ton in the game against Baltimore in the AFC title game. But I, I I'm assuming their logic was listen, you know. 20 to 30 million people watch a regular season game. 120 million are going to watch this game. There's 120, 100 million people watching this game who don't care at all about football. Let's cater to them. And I don't think you can, you can dispute she had some impact on the Super Bowl rating because it was 115 million people who watched the Super Bowl last year. There's 123 million who watched the Super Bowl this year. It's an 8 million jump in viewership. Obviously, overtime is a huge factor, but I think she was a factor in that. I wanted to ask you about Pat McAfee. I know you've written about it. 
Um, he's all over the place on ESPN. I've noticed a couple things, right? And, and mm-hmm. obviously Aaron Rodgers is not part of the show anymore. He he also, and maybe it's winter, he seems to have ditched the tank tops. Like, what is going on? And I'm, I know it's a little thing. How much is ESPN influencing him? Or is he just simply doing his own thing? And he's, his popularity is going to take over ESPN. Well, I, Aaron will be back next year. I mean, he's just not there now because it's football season. But I, he'll be there in September, I'm sure. And I don't think ESPN tells Pat what to do. I think they may suggest a guest. They may, but it's not an ESPN show. Right. ESPN just pays to license, the, you know, to air the show. So they're not telling, and they're definitely not going to be able to tell Pat what to wear. They don't have that power over Pat McAfee. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just because it's winter. And you know, the guy, he's all over the place, like you said. He's doing Monday Night Raw every Monday. So, you know, he's got to travel. So he probably needs to. He needs some sleeves right now in the middle of February. Jimmy, there's a lot of wrestling content on your Twitter, at Jimmy Traina. Uh, in the wake of the allegations against him, what's your view on Vince McMahon's legacy? Bret Hart went hard against him with comments yeah. uh, recently, equating him to basically like Jeffrey Dahmer and Harvey hmm. Weinstein. I'll tell you what I find most shocking about it. It's been the 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 response or lack of response. Usually allegations like that come out and you have people defending you or not even maybe defending you but saying let the process play out let's hear what you know his let, let the legal process play out like they have the wwe for the most part has completely washed their hands of it and you can't find anyone outside of vince himself who has said this isn't true or she's exaggerating or i, I you know It's been very interesting to me that... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. There's been no pushback at all, which makes me think this is true. Hmm. And if it is, I mean, you, you know, He's you a don't sicko. need me to tell you how, how bad it is. Exactly. 
Jimmy, man, great talking to you. He writes for SI Now, hosts the uh, SI Media Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. That's Jimmy Trainer. Okay. Right now, we said we were going to reward the loyal listeners earlier in the show, and then I slept on it's what it. what we do. But caller number 10 right now will hook you up with two tickets to go see Luke Bryan, Mind of a Country Boy Tour 2024. That's Saturday, June 22nd at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. Again, just be the 10th caller at 800-636-1067. Our pal Paul Rabel will join us next. Fill us in on the PLL Championship Series, which starts today at the St. James in Springfield. That's next here on The Junkie. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 